Visible VC helps you get more accurate updates up to your investors quickly and more efficiently. Founded in 2014, spun out of kind of an investment firm. Now one, about 1.1 million bucks raised, serving about 600 customers, paying about 150 bucks per month. So just past a million bucks in terms of run rate. Growing about 200% year over year, healthy economics, less than 2.5% revenue churn per year. Just now experimenting with paid spend. Obviously won't go over a 12 month payback period. Team of five in Chicago and other remote locations. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Mike Proust. He's the CEO and co-founder of a company called Visible. He's from the Midwest and lives in Chicago, attended Indiana University, and is also an alumni of the OR Fellowship. He was previously the head of business development for FormSpring based in San Francisco. Again, now running Visible.VC. Mike, are you ready to take us to the top? I am. All right. So I think you play in kind of the investor update space. Talk to us about what Visible VC is doing and how you make money. Yeah, so uh, Visible VC uh, is a web software application. We're SaaS-based business, so recurring revenue is is kind of our go-to business model. Uh, and customers are really buying uh, our solution to uh, report data, updates, KPIs back to their investors, potential investors, and their team. And, and so, look, I, I'm an LP in a couple of funds, and like you know, the fund managers will send out you know once every four or five months, kind of an update via email, or or the company is if we invest direct, we'll, we'll send an email update. You know, why is this so much better that they'll start using this versus just sticking with email? Yeah, I think Skype cut out for a second there, but I think I got the gist of the question. So uh, companies are uh, connecting to accounts they already use to run their business. So whether that's Salesforce, HubSpot, Stripe, Google Analytics, Mixpanel, we integrate with a suite of different applications to automate that reporting process. So rather than pulling data down from your accounting file, from your CRM, from your own database, uh, we automatically consolidate all that data for you. Uh, we visualize it in a really professional, beautiful manner. And then we let you send it out, again, like you said, through email. Uh, but you, know, you can also send it to Slack channels, uh, shareable links. And then, then we're tracking analytics behind all of that. So you, you know exactly how all your different investors and stakeholders are engaging with the updates that you're sending. And imagine someone listening right now, because we have you know a large audience who are constantly sending investor updates. The first thing that comes to mind is like security, how to make sure the link doesn't get in the wrong hands. I mean, so how do you really make sure this stuff stays only to investors? Yeah, that's that's a great question. So, uh, you know, for us, everything is is rendered directly first in, in foremost in email. And that's kind of our, our baseline, right? So if someone uh, if you're sending email anyways, people can forward it around. So uh, it's really up to kind of you and your investor and making sure they're good stewards of the data that you're sending with them uh, in terms of the, the security. But, uh, you know, we, we take privacy really seriously and, and coach people through that. But uh, it would be no different than if some you know, you're sending a pitch deck or, or a different piece of communication through email and, and an investor sending that around. Got it. OK, interesting. Um, walk me through some of the other economics here. So on average, what's a, cust- a customer paying for this? Yeah, they're paying on average about $150 a month. Uh, so any, you know, kind of ranges, but our, our ACV is right about $150 a month. That's great. And then put it on a, on a timeline for me. When did you launch? What year? Yeah, so we started in 2014 and we were actually born out of a venture fund. Uh, so we built this product internally to kind of solve the problem of getting updates and data from uh, our portfolio companies. Uh, from there, we kind of pivoted on the model uh, a little over two years ago uh, to really focus on companies. We, we kind of learned through that whole process that investors are a great distribution channel, but we should really focus on a core experience for companies and, and how they can properly uh, leverage their investors and, and update them. Uh, so starting in 2014, uh, we now have uh, about 2,000 organization, organizations using Visible. Not all of those are paid. Uh, but you know, ARR is, is growing 200 you know, percent a year. So we're doubling, trying to double every year. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, how many of the, how many do you have paying today? 
Yeah, it's it's right. Uh, it's uh, it's above six hundred. Uh, okay. So we have roughly a third of our, our of our organizations, um, you know, paying to use Visible. That's great. So you just recently passed a million bucks in ARR, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah. So six hundred times one fifty is ninety grand a month. Where were you about a year ago? If you're growing two hundred percent year over year, I mean, obviously it'd be like what thirty k, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Oh, that's that's accurate. It was about thirty k a year ago per month. Uh, we don't disclose um, revenue numbers, but it yeah, right around thirty k. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just. I mean, I'm just going off the data you gave me and then backing yeah. into the growth. Um, okay, good. And then have you done this bootstrapped or did the, the fund that you spun out of kind of fund this early on? Yeah. So, uh, a little bit of both. So we, we raised some, uh, a small round of venture capital. So we've raised around a million dollars ourselves, uh, and have taken a really lean approach to the business in terms of growing it and scaling it. Um, but we, we definitely raised some capital to hire initial employees, build a product and continue to, to invest back into the business. So, so total money into the company today is how much? Uh, 1.1 million. Okay. So when you say you took on some earlier, you're talking like a hundred grand really to get stuff going. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's great. Nice and lean. And how many folks are you at today in terms of team? Yeah. So the team's currently five full-time folks, uh, and we're, we're hiring for two open positions right now, but a full team of five. We also, uh, was just listening to Sid's podcast from GitLab. We're uh, also a distributed team as well. Yeah, that's great. Yes. What would you think about that episode? It was awesome. Uh, I mean, talk about a, a company that's uh, scaled incredibly fast. Uh, it's, it's it's easy to fall in love with with those metrics. Yeah, I was still pissed because I flat out asked him. I said, "Sid, two questions: Are you selling to anyone right now?" And he said, "No." And then I said, "Are you raising right now?" And he said, "No." Now he smirked a little bit, and sure enough, a month a month after I do the interview, you know, GitLab raised a hundred million dollars. I'm like, <laughs> this guy. He, of course, he couldn't tell me when we did the interview, but right. still impressive numbers. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, good. So uh, you're five people. Uh, where's everyone based? Yes, we have some folks in Dublin, Chicago, Indianapolis, uh, and uh, hopefully a couple more in, in Europe coming up soon as well. So truly fully remote. Okay, great. Yeah. And and the two spots you're hiring for out of curiosity, what are they? Yeah, one's a, a full stack engineer. So, uh, you know, development of the application and uh, demand generation come marketer. So one of the things we're uh, trying to figure out is how do we trialer the business. Uh, you know, no one at the company right now is a quote unquote kind of professional marketer. Uh, we've kind of bootstrapped it and, and duct taped it ourselves and, and looking for someone to handle that for us. Interesting. How sticky is this thing? I mean, what's churn today and how do you keep it low? Yeah. So churns under two and a half percent. So we keep it pretty low in terms Logo of our, churn per month. Our, our, uh, that's for a year. Um, so we have really low churn. What is that logo uh, or revenue? Uh, revenue, revenue turn and, per year. and logo revenue kind of match almost actually. Uh, but you know, one of the things that we do pretty well is, uh, we're very, we've very, very hands on with the customer. So if we're seeing a customer's not sending a, a monthly investor update out or update to their team, we can, we can jump in automatically, uh, provide a hand. Uh, but you know, the, the one risk for our business really, right. Is some of our customers are more early stage companies. So that's really our risk when it comes to churn. But once we have a customer sending a, a one update out and publish it, uh, we have like a 95% chance of landing them as a customer. So that's really our kind of true North KPI is what percentage of our trialers and then what percentage of our customers are sending out uh, an update every single month. So, so we can look at so data, 30, 60, 90 days. You're trialing folks. I mean, you don't, you don't have a free plan, I don't think, but you do have like a timed 14 day trial. It looks like, is that accurate? That is correct. Yep. Okay. And no credit card on the front. So you're basically saying, how do we activate these people in 14 days and then get them to pay? Yep. Okay. Interesting. I mean, so what if someone goes, Hey, listen, like a month is 30 days. I only get this for 14 days. Our investor up isn't, doesn't go out until the end of the month. So our trial is going to end. 
Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, so we're pretty flexible when it comes to trial lengths uh, in terms of like extending trials. But uh, one of the things we ask you when you sign up for Visible is when do you want to send your next investor update out? Uh, and then we kind of do back of the envelope math there and know how to reach out to you. Uh, and then if you jump in after uh, you know you send an update out or haven't got to fully experience yet, we've automated extending the trial process. So you, you can always jump back in after the trial ends and, and extend it because you know, we don't want to start charging until there, there's value in the product. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I imagine just because of your, your, the company age and the price points, you don't have significant expansion revenue yet at this point, correct? Yeah, it's pretty small um, as of right now, but we're starting to see a lift in that. So we just revamped pricing where uh, we kind of have logical jumps before it was kind of just testing different price points. Now we have some, you know, uh, at least two plans to pick from. So we're starting to see a little bit of expansion with plans to, uh, you know, start figuring out more net new or sorry. Uh, yeah, because kind of net negative uh, revenue churn as well. Yeah, yeah, or 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 net revenue retention above 100 percent even. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's, it's always interesting when I go to a pricing page and I see the delta between two plans is like marginally small, which I would say yours is it, it very rarely do you see expansion. But once you see a plan that's like, you know, 30 bucks a month or one that's, you know, call for custom pricing, you know, there's probably an expansion yeah. machine built in there. Yeah, we're. I would say we're probably like three months away from from having that nailed down the product side. I think we have a pretty good idea in terms of where we want to go. Um, just as you know, kind of building now, building that in the roadmap. Guys, just want to give you a heads up. I will be in Sydney on December 3rd and 4th speaking at SaaStock Australasia, presenting an entirely new data set focused on companies in Asia, benchmarks of Asia SaaS companies, including obviously Australia as well. It's going to be a really special data set. You know, the trends I see in that data is very different than trends I see in European or North American SaaS companies. So you want to be there. You're also going to learn from a lot of great speakers. Zero will be there. Charge B, Charge G2, Zora is going to be in town. LB Harvey from Intercom will be there. So it's an event you don't want to miss. Lots of investors will be there as well. And as you know, SaaS Stock always does an incredible job with the number one SaaS conference in Europe in Dublin, over 5,000 people. They're now bringing it to Australia, specifically Sydney for SaaS Stock Australasia. So I hope to see you there. I do have 10 discounted tickets. It's 25% off. The code to use, remember this, is LATKA, my last name, L A T K A. Two five. The number is two five. Latka two five. So go to nathanlatka.com forward slash Sydney right now to use that coupon code. When you do that, email me that you did it. And as a thank you, as a reward, because I love meeting people in person, we'll set up a 10 or 15 minute one-on-one time session at Sydney in between when I'm speaking, we'll get some time in the hallway or our conference room or meeting room together. I would enjoy that. So nathanlatka.com forward slash Sydney, use code Latka 25. Love to see you there. December 3rd and 4th in Sydney. So let me put a hypothetical question to you right now. Um, if you wanted to invent a plan where you could charge three grand a month to companies, what would it yeah. include? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, what we've heard is l- let me take that experience of investor updates, investor communication, and put that on my, essentially my own domain or brand it myself. So right now uh, we do a lot in terms of you're signing an invisible, uh, you're pushing uh, updates out, uh, if you can remove that branding, obviously, but even can, can I create an experience in my own uh, domain for my investors to log into? And then even to get a step further, we're starting to go down this path of uh, nurturing investors. So uh, how do I acquire new investors? How do I nurture them properly? Because the one thing that we see is our customers kind of start and stop fundraising processes. But as we both know, fundraising is you know, 24-7, 365. 
quote, most CEOs and founders don't have time to properly nurture uh, an investor like they would a sales lead. So building tools around, you know, top of funnel in terms of your investor relationships is where we're going to be spending a lot of time on our product. I would say very much of our focus to date has been around that customer success. Like, how do I retain and engage my investors? And then figuring out uh, from here, like, all right, how do I activate them? And then at the top of the funnel, like, how do I find new investors and, and nurture them? Got it. Mike, by the way, is it, did you just come out of Scott's program in, in Indy, High Alpha? Yes. So we oh. were a company that was um, started prior to High Alpha. So I started uh, Visible with with two partners there, Christian Anderson and, and uh, Mike Fitzgerald, yep. who then joined at High Alpha. And so we were kind of like the prototype or MVP for what, for what High Alpha is today. That's really interesting. So that program, I know a bunch of the investors in that program, and they always say amazing things about it. Um, would you agree? I mean, is that a great kind of channel to go through if you're a new entrepreneur? Yeah, I can't say enough great things about uh, High Alpha, their team, the partners there. Uh, they're truly kind of pro entrepreneur. Uh, so they're always you know thinking with entrepreneur first and foremost, and they really do kind of accelerate your time to market. Uh, seeing some of these businesses launch now, uh, you know, you have a full resource of engineers, designers, marketers, uh, investors, right? And so you're seeing companies launch in, you know, weeks. Um, so it's pretty cool to see what they've built. And and I'm a huge fan and, and can't say enough good things about uh, the team there. That's great. Talk to me about how aggressive you're being right now in terms of customer acquisition costs. You know, 150 bucks a month. Are you spending 12 months of ACV to get the customer or less? Yeah, that's something we're, we're honestly figuring out right now. So our growth to date has has more or less been organic. So either through organic search, through customer referrals, investor referrals. So we're starting to spend uh, a little bit in terms of paid marketing. And we want to keep that number less than 12 months. But we actually don't right now. Our AdWords budget, to give you an example, was like 400 bucks last month. So we're starting to ramp that spend up to 2000 and figuring out where, where that is. But we just don't have great data in terms of what paid is going to get us so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so maybe maximum though in a channel, you'd spend up to maybe 1800 bucks or 12 months of ACV to get that customer in the first place. Yep. Yeah, yep. you can do that if you've got confidence in your churn data and lifetime value, obviously. Um, yeah. That's great. Any plans to raise additional capital in the near future? Definitely. Um, am I allowed to disclose that or not? I don't know, but yeah, we definitely <laughs> have plans to, to raise capital in the future. So Yeah, uh, I mean, by the way, I think most founders would say, of course we want to raise in the future. <laughs> What I'm more interested uh, in is how you think about raising, right? Like, like if you do raise, how much will you, would you want to raise in terms of planning for runway and things like that? Yeah. Uh, that's a good question. Uh, you know, my, my skew is, is how can we maximize a dollar and, and not have to over dilute ourselves or, or raise too much capital, you know, a million to, to two, nothing uh, crazy, but, uh, just knowing how we've oriented the business, we can get a lot out of a lot of every dollar that's that's put in. Yeah. In order to avoid dilution, would you ever consider venture debt? Yeah, I, I you know we're we're probably open to all different types of uh, financing vehicles for for the business. Yeah. Did um did did the folks at High Alpha? I know those are really smart guys and gals there. Did they have any kind of um uh, uh, thoughts on venture debt? I know it's becoming pretty hot now. Yeah, I. Uh, I don't know. I can't speak for them on that. And, and something I haven't spoken with them recently. So I don't want to speak for them in terms of like, if you know, if they, just did you learn anything about venture debt from them is really what I'm asking. Um, I'm not, we, we, we ourselves, uh, previously have taken out, uh, just SAS, SAS recurring revenue loan. Um, yeah. so we, we've from used, uh, uh, lighter capital. Oh yeah. So, uh, we use them to, to finance the business. I mean, that was, uh, incredibly easy as well and, and, and worked really well. So I can't say enough good things about, you know, working with that team too. Was it fairly quick in terms of when you started engaging with them to when they actually put money in your account? 
Yeah, it was, we did a podcast with them. It was like 15 days from <laughs> the start uh, to the end. And it was cool. We did it. We did a podcast and series with them because we essentially just turned over our visible profile to the letter capital team and they had everything they needed. And uh, we did it, you know, from start to wire. It was like 15 days. That's amazing. All right, uh, Mike, uh, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Favorite business book? Uh, hard things about hard things. That's probably what everyone says, but I love that book. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? There is not. Um, that's okay. Actually, None. there is. There is. Okay. There is. His name is Max Yoder. He's a great friend of mine. Uh, company in Indianapolis, also out of High Alpha, called Lessonly. And what he's doing is actually incredible. Check him out. Yeah, I know that he was on the show back three months ago. So folks okay. can go check awesome. that one out. So he's been on the show. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've had a lot of people from Indy on. It's actually something's happening there on the water. There's a there's a it groundswell is. happening. It is. Yes. Yeah. Uh, number three. What billing tool do you use? Billing tool Stripe. Okay, only Stripe. Do you lay anything on top of it for analytics, like ChartMogul, ChargerFi, anything like that? Uh, ChartMogul, and they're a partner of ours. So we have a direct integration with ChartMogul in our in our application too. So our oh, customers great. can pull in their ChartMogul data and then use that to report it back to investors and mash it up with other data sources. Oh, great. Okay, number four. How many hours of sleep do you get every night? Eight. And what's your situation? Married, single, kids? Married. No kids? No kids. All right, and how old are you? Uh, 30. 30. Last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Um... It's going to be a grind. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's a grind coming from Visible VC. Helps you get more accurate updates up to your investors quickly and more efficiently. Founded in 2014, spun out of kind of an investment firm. Now one, about 1.1 million bucks raised, serving about 600 customers, paying about 150 bucks per month. So just past a million bucks in terms of run rate. Growing about 200% year over year. Healthy economics, less than 2.5% revenue churn per year. Just now experimenting with paid spend. Obviously won't go over a 12-month payback period. Team of five in Chicago and other remote locations. Mike, thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks, Nathan. Have a good one.